Hi, this is Melissa with Mix in Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome back. I'm so happy you're here. We have so many things to talk about. Um, a lot's gone on in the last week. Um, later in the podcast, I'm going to be sharing all of my very best tips and tricks for saving money for your dream Disney vacation. It's not as hard as you think. I've got lots of ideas that I think will be really helpful for you. But first, I want to talk about all of the Disney news and information that has happened since the last time we talked. So yesterday, April 15th, was the day that Disneyland released park tickets and reservations for non-ticket holders if you live in California. And we all knew it was going to be a nightmare and it turned out it was, it was, it was maybe even more of a nightmare than many of us anticipated. So yesterday was crazy and I was not even a part of it, but I felt the crazy right along with all of the California residents. So the night before I couldn't even sleep. I had all this anxiety about the process and how it was going to work for people, which is so silly because I wasn't even making my park reservations, but I still felt it along with everyone else. And then all day I was just stressed, stressed for everybody. And I was trying to help people and answer questions. Um, but there really was not a lot that I could do. It was just sit and wait for your turn on the website. So it seems like people got their tickets fairly quickly. They were able to purchase them. I mean, there was the waiting room that you had to go into on the website, or if you got them through getaway today, their site was overloaded with people who wanted discounted tickets and so they took a little longer than would have been ideal uh, in both places to get your tickets but then I think the real problem came when you logged in to get your reservations so I have seen and heard from people who waited eight hours nine hours ten hours the longest I've heard is 12 hours this poor lady kept getting kicked out and she had to start all over and it took her 12 hours to make her park reservation, which is insane. Like literally that is insane. So I think that everybody is all squared away now. Today seems to be better. I know a couple people who bought their tickets and then they were like, you know what? I'm just going to wait. And they were able to log on this morning using the app and get their reservations right away. So that may have been a smart way to do it, especially if you weren't concerned about exactly which day you went. So stressful times. It seems like they all got through it. I don't know. I think there's got to be a better way. I don't know what it is, but that's nuts. I am so nervous about when they open up reservations um, and ticket sales to everybody because if it was that bad just for California residents, what is it going to be like when they open it up for everyone else? I have no idea, but I'm going to be in the middle of that experience, which is going to be crazy and stressful. Um, I have tickets that I purchased beforehand, and I may have purchased tickets again yesterday. 
even though I'm not a California resident, or maybe I didn't. I don't know. I'm not telling you. Uh, anyway, I'm a ticket holder and I am really hoping that they do something like they did for the California residents where they open up a certain couple of days and times where they say, if you're a current ticket holder, go ahead and make your reservations now. Um, I really hope they do that. So it's less crazy, but I don't know. We will see. I'm just really happy for everybody who got their tickets and their reservations yesterday and I'm so excited for all of you that will be going to Disneyland in the next 60 days. It's going to be amazing. I'm a little jealous, but I'm just excited for you. I wish it could I wish I could be there too, but if it can't be me, I'm happy that it's you. Okay, we have some other Disney news to talk about. Let me pull it up here. So I can read you some quotes. So Disney announced a few days ago that there were going to be updates to the Disney look for cast members. And they were going to be including gender inclusive hairstyles and appropriate tattoos. So um, Disney Parks Experiences and Products Chairman Josh DeAmaro described the changes in the, on the article on the Disney Parks blog. So I'm going to read to you what, is, what he said. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Walt Disney spoke these words during the dedication of the Disneyland Resort in 1955. Today, more than 65 years later, they continue to inspire us and remind us that the magic we make must include everyone. It's important to me to share how we're creating a place where everyone is welcome and taking action to create meaningful change. We want our guests to see their own backgrounds and traditions reflected in the stories, experiences, and products they encounter in their interactions with Disney. And we want our cast members and future cast members to feel a sense of belonging at work. That means cultivating an environment where all people feel welcome and appreciated for their unique life experiences, perspectives, and culture. Where we celebrate allyship and support each other. And where diverse views and ideas are sought after as critical contributions towards our collective success. But as with everything we do, this starts with actively listening, learning, and working with our cast and guests to imagine the possibilities. In 2019, we actively solicited input from our cast members from all over the world to bring a greater focus to inclusivity and belonging for our cast. They brought forward more than 100 ideas, including one that I'd like to share with all of you today. Every Disney Park cast member is familiar with our long-standing tradition of the four keys, safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency, which have guided our approach to guest service for more than 65 years. The four keys are one of the first things the cast members learn about when they join Disney parks, experiences, and products, and they are regularly reinforced throughout their tenure. Each cast member is asked to use the four keys as a blueprint for the decisions they make during the workday and they approach and the approach they bring to their interactions with others. Cast members around the world know them by heart and live them in their roles every day as they create amazing experiences for our guests. And when we asked our cast how we could better cultivate a culture of belonging, they suggested the addition of a fifth key, the key of inclusion. Like the four keys before them, the five keys with the inclusion at the heart will continue to guide us as we interact with guests, collaborate together, create next generation of Disney products and experiences, and make critical decisions about the future of our business. Inclusion is essential to our culture and leads us forward as we continue to realize our rich legacy of engaging storytelling, exceptional service, and Disney magic. 
Um, and then he goes on to talk about how they're bringing the spirit of the inclusion key um, to the Jungle Cruise with the renovations they're doing and to the new um, adventures with Princess Tiana that they're retheming, you know, how they're retheming Splash Mountain. Um, so they talk about that. And he says, our goal is to have a more representation and accountability across our organization. We're looking at other traditions too, including the policies that guide how our cast members show up for work. Our new approach provides greater flexibility with respects to forms of personal expression surrounding gender-inclusive hairstyles, jewelry, nail styles, and costume choice, and allowing appropriate visible tattoos. We're updating them to not only remain relevant in today's workplace, but also enable our cast members to better express their cultures and individual out individuality at work. So that's pretty cool. It goes on to talk about a little more, but that's kind of the gist of it. So that's pretty cool. A lot of people are excited about that, cast members especially, I'm sure. So it's nice to see Disney making those changes. Okay, I think that's all I have for you with Disney news and updates right now. So let's take a quick break and then I'm going to share all of my tips for saving money for your dream Disney vacation, whatever that may be. I'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. I'm so excited to talk to you about this subject, saving money for your dream Disney vacation. It's one of the things that I have worked hard to find different ways that work for our family over the years because Disney is an expensive vacation. And I think a lot of people who no longer have the California annual passes are finding that out to be true. I've gotten so many messages from people saying, oh my goodness, we want to go to Disney. We love it so much, but we had no idea what it really costs to go there. Um, a lot of people are finding out that they are paying more for just one visit to Disneyland with their family than they did for annual passes for the entire year. And I know, I feel you. It's expensive. <laughs> But for those of us who are obsessed and Disney crazy, then it's worth it. But I do have quite a few ideas that I think will help making, making, help make saving money for your Disney vacation simple and easy and hopefully quick because we all want to get there as quickly as possible. Um, so we have six people in our family and... It's expensive. It's expensive to go to Disneyland. We don't live in California, so when we go, we need to pay for flights or sometimes we drive. It just depends on how we're feeling. Uh, we have to pay for a hotel and then we need to pay for food. And if we're going to do all of those things, we usually end up going for at least five days because it just makes it more worth our money and our time if we go big or you know, go big or go home. So we only go as a family probably maybe once a year, once every two years. For some reason, my husband likes to mix in other vacations that aren't Disney vacations. I still don't really understand it, but he thinks that there's other places in the world to visit other than Disney, but he hasn't quite convinced me. So we don't go as often with our entire family as I would like, but 
we go as often as we can, that's for sure. Um, I do visit more often just because of my my Disney job. So I get to go more often, but as a family, we don't go as often. And when we do, I have worked really hard to save all of the money that we need for our visit. So I have quite a few ideas that I think will be helpful for you. So number one is to set a goal. So before you can even start planning and saving for your dream Disney vacation, you need to set a goal and figure out what you are going to need for this vacation so that you know what you're shooting for. So do some research, figure out what it is going to cost for tickets, how many days you want to be at the parks, whether or not you want park hopper, um, whether you're going to need a hotel or what flights will cost you. Um, If you're renting a car, things like that, figure out what you are going to need for your trip. You can estimate the cost of, of food and things like that. So take some time, figure that all out and figure out what it will cost so that you have a goal and you can either go big like maybe this is your dream vacation and you are going to stay at the grand california or something like that or you can go much smaller and be much more conservative and you'll still have a great time either way um i'm going to be doing a podcast soon about ways to save money while you are in the disney parks because there are so many ways to save money And you can actually make it a fairly inexpensive vacation once you get to the parks. So I will be coming out with that soon. Um, So figure that out. Make your goal. uh, Write it down. So it's for real. And that will be the first step because you got to know what you're aiming for. All right. Number, the second one, I guess I do have these numbered. So number two, open up a vacation savings account. I'm sorry. I don't know what Smokey's doing. Smokey, stop. Shh, we're doing a podcast. You gotta be quiet. He doesn't like to be quiet when I'm recording. Um, open up a vacation savings account. This is important because if not, if I don't have a specific place that I'm putting money that I'm saving, I will spend it on other things for sure. And all of a sudden, I haven't saved anything and I don't know where any of it is. And you know how it goes. Oh my gosh, Smokey, stop. Now he's getting under the desk. Just go lay down. Go take a nap. So make a Disney vacation savings account. This will be super helpful to you. And it's fun to be able to kind of have a place to set aside the money. And you can watch it grow. And that's super exciting and motivating. When you see your account balance going up, it just motivates you to do even more. Number three is buy discount park tickets and hotel stays. Don't pay full price. You can get your tickets through my partners at Getaway Today. They often have deals like adults at kid prices or buy four days, get the fifth day free, um, things like that. They are always a little bit cheaper than paying full price through Disneyland. And that money adds up. Even if you're only saving a little bit, if you're buying six tickets or however many tickets you're buying, those little bits add up and it makes a difference. So buy your tickets through them, and they even often have discount hotels, but figure out what you would have paid at Disneyland, and then move that money over to your vacation savings account. So the money that you saved, you're going to move over into your savings account for your vacation. Um, Getaway Today also offers layaway plans, which is so awesome. So you can put 175 down 
on your Disney vacation and then you can make payments all the way up until five days before your trip, which is pretty awesome. So I like to do that, kind of chip away at it here and there. Um, if you book a hotel and tickets through them for two nights or longer, then you can use my promo code, which is MSM10, and save an extra $10. So if you do that, then you take your $10 and you move it over into your Disney vacation fund and you have 10 extra dollars. All right, number four is set a grocery budget. And this maybe is the most helpful thing for me um, to save money and to save money quickly. There has never been times in, sorry, in my life where I've been really good at setting a budget and following a budget. And then there's been times in my life where it just is not a priority and it doesn't work out. But when I set a realistic grocery budget and stick to it, I'm able to save so much money. So what I do is I will set a realistic goal. Don't don't set a grocery budget that's not going to work for your family. You have to eat, right? So set a realistic goal for your family, whether, that, whether that's $100 a week or $200 a week or $300 or $400, whatever it is for your family. Set a goal and then each week see if you can come under budget. So make it kind of a game. If you come under budget for the week, then you win. So what I like to do is I meal plan around sales while I get the ads and I will see what's on sale and I'll make a meal plan. Using those sales, I'll focus on things that I already have at home and kind of skip out on some of the extra things that maybe we don't need. And then, when I go and shop, if I come in under budget, I take that extra money, whether it's $20 or $30, I move it over into our vacation savings account and it adds up quickly. Some of the easiest ways I found to come under budget is if I shop online and just pick up my groceries because then I don't do the impulse buying. So that has helped me a lot too. So that adds up very quickly for me. Number five is using Ibotta. So I'm not sure if you've ever heard of this, but um, it's one of my favorite ways to earn extra vacation money. So it allows you to earn cash back whenever you shop, both online and in stores. I always just use it on the in-store version. So it's all on the app. And I usually get about $100 back per year just using this app. So the more you use it, the more money you earn. Um, what I do is... You'll go into the app and it has different sections like different stores. So if I'm shopping at Walmart that day, then I would go into the Walmart app and then it has all these different items that um, you can add to your app and get cash back on. So like right now I'm looking at the their app and it has like fruit snacks. You get $1 back when you buy two boxes. Well, I was going to buy fruit snacks anyway, so I will add that, push the little plus button. It's really um, user-friendly. Here's one that you can get um, 10 cents back on any brand frozen entree. So I'll add that one. Um, there's chicken noodle soup. There's laundry detergent, um, applesauce, cheese, all kinds of stuff. Rice. Like they have all kinds of things and they change them every single week. So if they are something that I was going to buy already, then I will add it. I don't just add things to add things because you're not going to save money if you do that. Oh, look, here's children's Zyrtec. 
My daughter has allergies and uses Zyrtec all the time. 250 back if I add that. So you push the little plus sign, add them all in, and then when you have your receipt, you scan the barcode and it will automatically put anything that you have added, it'll put that extra money into your account. And then when you reach $20, they'll send you a check. So I usually make about $100 a year doing this, which isn't a ton, but it adds up $100. That will buy quite a bit and add quite a bit towards our Disneyland trip. So when I get my checks, I move them on over into my Disney account and just helps it grow faster. Um, I will put a link to that app in the show notes if you want to check it out. So I do enjoy using that app. It helps me just get a little extra money a little quicker. Number six is cancel non-essential subscriptions. Um, I'm a little embarrassed to say that a while back I looked at my phone under the settings. You can see all the subscriptions that you have subscribed to. And there were things on there that I do not even remember subscribing to or I had totally forgotten about and I did not use, I did not need, that I was able to go in and cancel. And I saved quite a bit of money. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been paying for these monthly and hadn't even realized it. So if you're like me, go in there and check and see what you may be paying for every month that you don't need to be paying for. And then take whatever money you were paying and every month move that into your Disney account. Number seven is save your pennies. I mean, literally save your pennies. So this is like a family game, especially when my kids were younger. We had a coin jar and anytime anybody got coins, which I mean, back in the day, we used to have a lot more coins. I feel like it's harder to find. I mean, people just don't use change like they used to. But still, if you have change, save it. Have your kids save change. Put them all in this jar for your Disney vacation and you'll be surprised at how fast it goes and it actually adds up very quickly we you will cash in our coins at the end of every year and we usually make around 75 dollars which is another good bump to our disney vacation fund number eight is my least favorite but it's really effective but i hate it it's eat out less i love eating out it's like my favorite pastime not cooking dinner. Um, yeah, sounds good to me. But it's so expensive, especially if you have six people like we do. So take a long, hard look at how much your family is spending on eating out. I'm not saying that you cut it out completely. I'm your friend and I would never say that to you. That's not something a friend would say to another friend. I don't suggest doing that. I could never do it. Um, but see if there's room to make a change or two. Um, maybe you only eat out twice a week or three times a week instead of five. I don't know how many times a week you eat out, but you know what I'm saying. See if there's room to maybe cut it, cut it out, cut one time out or something like that. Uh, that saves us a ton of money. And so when we do that, I take that money and I move what we would have spent over into our Disney vacation fund. Uh, we found that when we do go out just by ordering water instead of soda, that saves a huge amount of money. So when we do that, you know, we'll say, all right, we're going out to eat, but everyone's getting water. Well, if it's $2.50 for a soda, you times that by six, that's the money I just saved. So I moved that over into our Disney saving account. 
All right, number nine is Shopkicks. I don't use this one as much, but I have friends who have used it quite a bit and they love it and it's made them some little extra money for their Disney vacation. I'll put a link to it in the show notes as well, <clears throat> but it's another app and you earn, they call them kicks, but it's like points online just by walking into stores and when you're in stores, they want you to scan products on your app and then you redeem these little points for gift cards. So I have friends, I haven't used this as much, but I wanted to include it in case it was something you're interested in. Um, and they'll redeem it for Disney gift cards that they can then spend at the park. Number 10 is set aside all or part of your tax return because we all love tax returns. So if you get a tax return and you're able to save all of it or part of it, um, I mean, even just $100 or something like that, that could make a big difference in your Disney vacation fund. So think about that. Might be able to add a little bit using that method. Oh, what is Smokey doing? <sighs> that puppy. I have a six-month-old lab puppy. He's so sweet, but my goodness. He is a attention monster. I don't know. Are all labs like that? He needs attention all the time. And he gets so much attention. I'm home working all day. My husband's home working all day. We have four kids who adore him and are playing with him constantly, but it's not enough. He needs attention all the time. Okay. I got to go see what he's doing. Okay. Everything's fine. He recently discovered that we have a ceiling fan and it intrigues him, bothers him. I don't know. He tries to jump and reach it all the time. <sighs> the silly dog. Anyway, sorry, moving on. Number 11 is save on household bills. So every year I like to call all of the companies that we pay to monthly, um, whether it's like your utilities company or your insurance company, your phone company, cable, whatever you pay on monthly, once a year, give them a call and ask them if you're getting the best rates because you will be shocked at how many times they say, oh no, actually we can switch you to this plan and you can save $20 a month, something like that. It happens all the time. So give them a call once a year and make sure that you are getting the very best rates and the very best deals and save the difference. If you save, they say, no, we can save you $20 a month perfect. Take that extra $20 a month and move it over into your D Disney vacation fund. Number 12 is have a bake sale. So this may seem like a little thing and it is, but it's really fun and it is great for your kids if you're taking kids to Disneyland. So often before we go on a big Disney trip, we will have a bake sale and it gets the kids involved and we advertise it to our neighbors and our friends and we tell them that the kids are earning their souvenir money. So the kids put on a bake sale to earn souvenir money for their Disney trip and our neighbors and friends have been so sweet and so generous to come over and buy cookies or cupcakes or whatever it is and it makes our kids feel like they are doing something productive to earn money and then they're just so proud. So we take the money that they earn for the bake sale, divide it between them, and then that's the money that they get to use, plus anything else that they've saved for their souvenir money. So I would think about doing this. Um, friends and family are usually really excited to help you meet your goals, and when it's going towards a good cause like a Disney trip, they're even more excited. 
Number 13 is cut back on your coffee or soda runs. I hate this one too. Same with the eating out one, but it does add up. So take a look at how much money you're spending on your coffees or lattes or sodas every week and see how much it would save you if you like made it at home one day or a week or two days a week or three days a week or skipped out altogether. Figure out how much you could save if you made a sacrifice like that and move that over to your Disney account. Now, I'm not saying this is the best option for anyone, everyone. It's, I don't know if it's the best option for me. That's a tough one for me. So <laughs> that's why going is almost a deal breaker. I'm like, excuse me, you want me to do what? So I'm just making suggestions. You take this, use what you want, throw the rest away. But it's a suggestion. Number 14 is use a reward credit card. So you can use a, re- a reward credit card for your daily expenses, but I don't suggest this if you are not um, in the position to pay it off monthly because you do not want to get stuck with high interest rates. So uh, use this one with caution. It does, I mean, getting rewards is amazing, but if it means that you're getting yourself into credit card debt, it is not, it's not worth it. So if this is something that you're disciplined enough to be able to use a rewards card and pay off what you have spent on it monthly, then this is a great thing that can help you save money for your trips. So pick a card that has rewards that will help you reach your goal. Um, We love the Southwest credit card because then we're earning money or not money, but points towards airline tickets, which is super helpful for our family to be able to fly to Disney locations and other places to have um, free flights. So that's the one that we picked, but I mean, there's so many different options. There's Costco, there's like hundreds of different choices. So find one that has rewards. Maybe it's hotels. Maybe you want um, a credit card that you can get really great um, cash back for hotels or things like that, or maybe you just want cash back, whatever it is. Find one that will meet your needs and sign up. Usually they have a great bonus sign up. Um, If you're interested in the Southwest one, I'm going to put a link on the show notes to the Southwest. We love that one because we do rack up quite a bit of points every year and it's always fun to get free flights, you know? Okay, number 15 is ask for a gift card instead of presents for Christmas or holidays or birthdays or whatever it is. Um, I don't know about you, but my kids have bunches of toys and every birthday and Christmas and they get bunches more that they really don't need. And a lot of it is like junk. Do you know what I'm saying? A lot of it is just junk. So instead of toys, why not ask for gift cards to Disney or cash or something like that? I mean, if you have grandparents who want to buy a bunch of toys for your kids, maybe you say that would be, you know, it would be great is if you would get them some gift cards to help us towards our vacation. Something like that. Um, I always appreciate having gift cards over toys. (laughs) Anyway, um, number 16 is ditch your cable or satellite TV. Does that scare you when I say that? (laughs) Um, Cable can be so expensive. So do some research and see if your favorite shows are available on like a less expensive streaming device like Netflix or Disney Plus. Um, 
and then save that difference to your account. If obviously if it's something you use all the time, this might not be the best option for you, but if there's only a few shows that you are watching, your family is enjoying, but you're paying every month for satellite TV, then this might be a great way to save money and quickly. Uh, number 17 is cut out the gym. This option obviously isn't great for everyone, but if you're able to, you can save a lot of money just by working out at home and you can take advantage of being outside or hiking or, you know, whatever. And there's tons of free workout videos on YouTube and stuff like that. So if that's something that you have right now that you're not taking advantage of, I would cut that out, work out at home, save that extra money. Can you see how quickly your Disney account can grow if you just make small little changes? The key though is moving that money over into your Disney savings account. Because if you just cut out the gym, I guarantee you are going to you're never going to remember about that extra $10, $15, $20, however much it was. It's just going to get eaten up in your day-to-day -day life. But you have to remember to move it over into your Disney account. Number 18 is another rewards app called Rakuten. I think that's how you say it. Um, it's a cash back rewards for shopping online like I normally do. Um, they used to be called Ebates. I don't know, maybe you heard of them. Then they changed. Um, it's the same idea. I used to make more money on it when it was Ebates, and I don't feel like I make quite as much when it's Rakuten. Um, but I used to make about $100 a year just doing using it for my online shopping. So I only honestly use it at Christmas time because that's the only time I think about it. So you log in through their website and then they have different stores that you click on and I would click on Amazon and then I would do my Christmas shopping and then they pay you cash back, usually a percentage of whatever you buy and they just put, you know, send you a check in the mail and it's really fun to open up your mailbox and get a cash back check instead of <laughs> junk and ads and bills. Um, I think they give you like a $10 bonus when you sign up. I don't know what they're doing right now, but... I feel like I used to make more money and then they've changed a little bit and I don't make as much, but still it's a simple way to get cash back for purchases that I was already going to make. So I will put a link to them as well in the show notes in case you're interested in checking them out. Number 19 is pick up a side hustle. There are so many things that you can do to earn just a little extra cash. Um, you can offer to babysit for friends or family, or I have a friend who makes quite a bit of money driving for DoorDash and she just works when she wants to, usually like a few hours a week in the evenings and she has a book on tape that she listens to and she loves it. She's like, it's the perfect way to make a little bit of extra money that doesn't take away from my family or my other job. And she feels like it's kind of like her alone time because she's just in her car. She's like, I don't even talk to anybody. I just go and pick up the food, put it on the doorstep, bring the doorbell, and then I leave. Um, so a little side hustle might be a good option for you to add extra money. You can sell your homemade crafts on Etsy or PetSit, or I have a friend who, um, she folds people's laundry. She's like so fast at folding laundry. And so she'll go in to people's houses and fold and put their laundry away. And they love it because, oh my gosh, folding clothes is the worst. I'm so good at doing my laundry, but I cannot get those dang clothes folded and put away. I can wash them, 
Vendrium. And then after that, everything falls apart. So um, years ago, when my kids were little, I was looking for a side hustle to earn extra money for Disney. And I ran a little bakery out of my house. And all that money that I made off of it, I put into our Disney vacation fund. So like I would make treats and I had this website and I had a little Facebook page and I would every week say to this week I'm making cinnamon rolls or this week I'm making uh, brownies or whatever it was and then people would send me an order and tell me what they wanted and then they would come and pick it up or I would deliver it to them once a week and it was such a great little side hustle and I made quite a bit of money doing it so I don't know, there's things to think about, but picking up a side hustle might be a good way to earn a little bit of extra money. Um, The last tip or idea I have for you is to sell your stuff. Chances are, if you're like me, you have a ton of stuff laying around that you really don't need. So put that to use to help you reach your Disney vacation goals. Have a yard sale or sell things on Craigslist or like, I don't know, in my town, we have a little local yard sale Facebook group and one man's trash is another man's Disney vacation money. So look around your house, see what it is that you don't need that might be worthwhile to somebody else and sell it, get rid of it, get some money for that sucker and put it into your Disney vacation fund. Um, there really are so many ways. I think if you're just mindful about your spending and mindful about your goals and mindful about saving, it makes it so much easier and makes it just more attainable, your Disney vacation dreams. Um, keep in mind though that saving for a Disney vacation is not always a sprint. It's more of a marathon and it takes time. Like it just takes time and you need to be patient and just stay dedicated. But it really makes such a big difference when you have a Disney vacation account that's set aside just for that and you are seeing it grow. And as that money grows, you just get more and more excited about saving money and keeping it up and doing those things that are working for you to help you save for your vacation. So keep at it. Don't get discouraged and be creative. Try to get the whole family involved in the process because it's totally worth it. Being at Disneyland or Disney World or a Disney cruise or a Lonnie or whatever your Disney dreams and goals are, they're worth it. And those memories that you make um, with your loved ones, they're worth it too. So anyway, I hope this was helpful for you. Um, if you have any money saving ideas or things that you do to save for your Disney vacations or any vacations, I would love to hear about them. Hit me up on my Instagram or, um, some of my social media and let me know what you do to save money for your Disney trips. I'd love to hear about it. When you do start planning your Disney vacation, check out my website because I have so many ideas and planning tips and things like that that will help you along your way or send me a message and let me know what questions you have. I'd love to help. That's why I'm here. Um, I will also put a link in the show notes to uh, get away today's discount tickets because you will want to take advantage of those for sure. 
And I think that's about it. That's all I've got for you. I've got some fun things planned for the podcast coming up in the next few weeks. I've got um, some guests that are going to be coming on that I'm really excited about and some topics that I'm excited about too. But I will make sure in the near future to do a podcast all about saving money while you are at Disneyland because that's fun and important and man it sure adds up right so we can all use money saving tips i'll be back next week with something new thanks so much for listening we'll talk soon